0: Welcome to the RBA Returners Podcast, your number one source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Sponsored by Ultimate Guard.
1: In fact, I think where we messed up was at was telling him to do whatever was easier for him. I think that's when the switch happened. Dude, we wait, there was a point
0: where Irving had the man put grenadine in the drink, and he, the guy and Irving were kind of, like, working together to try to make it look like the shark had attacked somebody in the drink, and that there oh was blood. Like, think about the that. That guy was, like, that willing to play along maybe 15 minutes before his world came crashing down. Right.
1: <laughs> <Man>.
0: <laughs> yeah. His, just...
1: his, his world just got fucked up. With
0: I don't know average. his name. I wish I had remembered. I, I don't know if it was like an Eric or an Eduardo situation. Oh, uh, wow. But our boy Eric, which is who we'll be calling him now. Oh, Angry Eric, Eric. Angry Eric, dude. He, um... Angry Eric. Again, I, yeah, Chris, like you said, I hope he's listening. Um, And honestly, I, Angry Eric, you might want to just scooty right into a different career. Oh, if uh, if at all possible.
1: He the opposite of claim it, Clifford.
0: <laughs> claim it! Climb it! Oh goodness! Well, Chris, uh,
1: you know, uh, well that's not this... the only thing we are claiming this week, John. You set me up. You set me up for the uh, for the old segue here because we are back. We are back for the next episode of the RVA Returners Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome! And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. And of course, I'm your host, Chris Adams. With me, as always on the case. He's got his badge. He's got his gun. He's doing his stakeout at your local Applebee's. John Schreiner, say hi to everybody.
0: Hey, everybody. How's it going? And uh, yes, that is true. I am staking out your local Applebee's. As long as they got that $5 drink, I'm there. (laughs) Yeah, Gummy Sharks.
1: $5 blue to be had. Detective Schreiber is on the case. But, you know, we're not alone this week
0: we got a, we've from got, the lakeside a, location.
1: From the lakeside location, we've got a fresh transfer, <laughs> uh, a new officer on the beat. We've got Detective Daniel Kirka with us. Daniel, a member of the RVA Returners, no less, also coming off of a uh, really, really solid weekend of cards at the Florida Rerays. Uh, Daniel, say hi to the gang, to everybody watching it, live watching, listening at home. Too many five dollars. Everybody beliefs. watching.
2: Oh, hey, everybody. It's so, so good to be here with the such wonderful people.
0: Oh, oh flattery will get you everywhere. Absolutely. Flattery, baby. Will,
1: <laughs> flattery will get one Skidoo, that's for sure. Mm. But yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, John. We've um, again, like I said, we're coming off the uh, the tales of our yeah, just off of just an amazing, you know, 10 days plus full of cards not just for us but we're talking like across the globe you know there's so many events to cover you know we we had our re-raise event in florida we had there was one in the uk there were a couple masters events that took place uh over the weekend um and then you know much like john you know i was likening this episode to be very similar to our very first episode whereas you know we went to our first, you know, the, if you go back to listen to our very, very first episode, you know, me and Adam and uh, and his brother Drew had gone to our very first competitive event. Yeah. But we didn't stop there. We actually went to a basically a win about or we went to the Kefka Cup a week later. So, you know, this this felt really, really good to go to a you know, to a major event and then to have a local, you know, monthly event that was full of a lot of these great players that were there at Rerays, you know. So it it was just just an absolutely fantastic weekend of card. Now I wish my results would have been a little bit better. I was just kinda hanging out on the cusp of everything, coming down the home stretch, then we just, you know, went ahead and shit the bed. But you know, we'll we'll dive more into the specifics. Um but yeah, I'm just ready to dive in, John. Like we've got so much to cover, and there's only one place that we can start this. Where's that? It's where it's. Uh, well, I mean, there's only one hub, one source for all of the information. And Daniel, since you're new here on the beat, I need you to tell us where we can find all the hot scoops.
2: Right here, baby. What's your question? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh no. (laughs) That sounds like you must be referring to the news. All right, so to get started, as always, John, hit the podium, grab your important documents, your secret files, and let us know. The Octagon State of the Union.
0: All right, Chris, let's see what we have got here. The Octagon State of the Union, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the State of the Union is? Good. I know yeah. oh, oh, you oh, a little... <laughs> I know, I know, so I, know I know. Hey, i like to keep That's some cool. of you guys out there on the edge of your seat. Uh, you know, maybe you don't know. Hey, things have been great. Lord, I was going uh, to <laughs> <them> down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we have had our 150th tournament last week. Uh awesome. which is kind of staggering. Um I never thought I'd run hundred and fifty of anything. Right. But um mm-hmm. yeah, wow. So uh of course, I mean we've said it time and time again, but really um I said that as long as people kept wanting to play, kept signing up, we would keep doing it. So here we are. Um they And they really called you they, they, they? they really did, damn it. Um <laughs> and I mean we've missed like maybe two weeks ever because I dared to travel. Uh, in the last yeah. two years. So it's just been really incredible. Uh, thank you to everybody who watches, who plays. If you've ever played in one of our events, uh, we've had over, you know, uh, some some crazy number. I don't have the figures in front of me. I should have gotten them prepared. But uh, we've had hundreds of unique players come through the doors, the, our digital doors, skidoo on through our digital doors. That's right. And um, also
1: too, John, you get, yeah. like, these tournaments, if you're thinking about playing competitively and maybe... You know, look. Let's be honest. Um, let's call it what it is. Not all local scenes are created equal.
3: Ooh.
1: You know, say you're you're stuck in a local scene that you just don't have. That you're 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 a big fish in a small pond. You can hop into the RVA Weekly, and you will get players from across the globe that are quality players. I'm talking world's team quality players, nationals quality players people that have so many tournament wins under their belt their belt it'll make your head spin so if you're looking to get those competitive games in or if you're looking to just pilot some new shit just to see if the Yokohama flim flam is gonna work for you you there's that's there's no better place there's, there's no, no better place place to play it's
0: free it's every week we give out some cool prizes and uh but yeah like you said chris i mean when we first started it we didn't even give out prizes uh, the yeah. idea was, and also this was pre-pandemic when we began, the idea yeah. was, hey, people who are playing the game want to play more games, people who don't have the locals, it gives them more locals, like you said, man, increase the quality of the games you're playing, increase mm-hmm. the quality of the testing you're doing, and, and get a chance to play against some really cool players who you don't get a chance to jam against, so, um, everybody has just made that a success from literally day zero, uh, From from yeah. the moment I pitched the idea, everybody has been helping make sure that it happens. It has been totally on board and it's mm-hmm. been awesome. And um, I, I just love, you know, with the stream and everything, Chris, just the way it's been going, um, people have been, been so generous to support us. And now yeah. that we can finally get together in person, you know, we've had some of those big uh, endeavors over the last two years, as far as trying to hold larger digital events. I mean, we've done yeah. like three winner boxes. We organized a big crystal cup level event that uh you know we basically broke all of octagon trying to run and and, and you guys yeah. all know that story but um it, it's been uh journey. it's been kind of crazy and now it's so exciting to be able to like use those resources to have awesome in person tournaments again like this winobox we had in Raleigh where we had some awesome, awesome raffle prizes uh some more tournaments coming up you know in Virginia and in North Carolina that are just going to you know, really be awesome, and it's all thanks to, and by, and for the people. So, yeah, man, the state of the Octagon Union is incredible. We've got 150 of these bitches under our belt, and who's to, who knows, 100-something more.
2: Absolutely.
1: So you heard it here first, well, on a scale of one. Yeah, right? So on a scale of one to Diddy, can't stop, won't stop. That's one. right. God,
3: yeah. nah, baby.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and dive on in, because we got a lot of events. Stuff. We are, we are no, just going to skidoo on over to the Brotherhood Games here in London. Mm. Um, and this was their, I want to say, John, this was their first re-raise event, correct? Yeah, over and it was so weekend. cool that
0: these kind of happened on the same weekend. What an it interesting awesome. little experiment oh. for the beta, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely amazing, because there was no results, right?
1: Yeah, they're, they're, there's there completely I, every, different the metas
2: going on. Three completely different meta's going on.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. I was was
2: flabbergasted to see the top eight deck lists. Literally flabbergasted. And Mm.
1: the crazy thing is, is, you know, they they did a two-deck format. Now, from what I understand, and please, you know, when you listen to this, or John, maybe, you know, you or Daniel know right off the bat, Mm. I I don't know how their two-deck format was. It almost seemed like they played... Half the rounds with deck A, and then the back half of the rounds with deck B. Is that how that was, or did they do the typical two-out-of-three-deck format?
0: Eight rounds of Swiss, four games with each deck, followed by top 16 cut, best of three. Both decks must win. So their top 16 is very similar to what we're used to with two-deck format, but the Mm -hmm. Swiss was four games with each deck, which reminds me a little bit of... uh, I know Magic does this sometimes. Epic used to do it back in the day, where they would be like, okay, there's four rounds of Swiss, and then four rounds of draft. Um, but two different four rounds of Swiss with two decks. That's interesting to me. It's really, it's really interesting. I don't know if they do them like one, one, right? Like, like zipper fashion, or if they just do them in two blocks of four. Um, Mm -hmm. because it's like, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of interesting theory that's like specific to that. Right. Because it's like, oh, well, do I, am I going to be playing my second deck only at these top tables if I'm doing well? Like, Am I trying to make up through, like, the middle of the pack? Like, if I have, like, kind of a middling record? Like, is there something right. that's better to play yeah, first or second? Or do uh-huh. you play the gotcha deck first? Or do you play
1: the gotcha deck first to put yourself in a position when you play, like, your more tried-and-true deck yeah. that yeah. you can ideally just post in? Right? Well, I think exactly.
0: it's, uh, it's, like, always better to, obviously, get your early wins. But, like, <laughs> oh, man, well, that's a plan for victory, right? And that doesn't, that's not good if things go sour. So yeah, yeah, I mean there's a lot there and I'm I'm sure that um we're speculating wildly and some of the people listening uh have thought a lot about all of that because obviously mm-hmm. they they've been playing some events like that over there. But yeah, I'd be curious to talk to some people a bit about that format cuz it's very intriguing.
1: Absolutely. And when you look at their um, you know, you look at the top 8 here, you see a lot of familiar names in this top yeah. 8, you know. It's always good to see uh, you know, my homie JFB uh, Joshua Freeman, Burch, you know, in the top eight. Same mm. with Robert Phillips, you know, you got some big names. that's yeah, Sasha here. Stark. Yeah, yeah Jackie, yeah. Jackie Hayden. Yeah, like, yeah. These are like these are studs. Like yeah. these are fucking studs. And then, of course, you know, congratulations. Like it was uh Lewis Burnett that won the mm-hmm. whole thing with uh with two. Two very you know established decks, and I'm talking Sky Pirates and Avalanche. You know, you want to talk about safety threes, am I right, John? <laughs> yeah. They oh are. my goodness,
0: yeah. Oof, Boy safety howdy threes. Did passing What's all on? your checks. I mean, this is what I uh these are the two decks that I took to a two deck format a set ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right. they're still very, very good. Um obviously Sky Pirates got some really, really neat new toys. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, in the form of the new Lightning, uh, the starter Lulu. Um, you see a lot of the four-drop Leviathan from Opus 16. So there's a lot. And uh, obviously King Tycoon fucking hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's a lot of really neat new things. That, I mean, and Pirates, are, they're still playing the same game that they have been. These are just some new tools that are going to let them keep playing that same game. So, you know, I, I, the fact is, so if you were a uh, Pirates player in Opus 15, just know that you can very, very easily keep that train rolling uh, for Opus 16. And guess what? Same yeah. for Avalanche. Yeah, if well, the Avalanche deck didn't guru, even play
0: any Opus 16 cards. Yeah,
1: it's true. They, they play cactuar. They yeah. Play C- oh, cactuar. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, you didn't is,
0: play anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's a great card, right? Like that's just such a great, clean piece of removal. And sometimes mm. you, I mean, you're playing Tiro, so you can easily, pit, uh, you know, pay that third color, so you don't take yourself a point of damage. But sometimes. You know, you don't mind taking that point of damage. Like if I'm at five and I can kill something to put me at six, and I can windmill slam a Tifa cool, to play a baby. guy into play. Right. Yeah,
2: uh, it boy, so fucking good.
1: sign me up.
2: I'm doing like, it.
3: Yeah,
1: and I I will say this: I wasn't. The more I see them, the higher I'm becoming on this summon cycle we got on Opus 16. Yeah, um, really, really great. But then um, as you go further down into the meta, you know, you've got yourself, you know, again, a lot more, um, you know, there's a lot more avalanche in here. You're seeing some ice wind. Um, You're seeing, you know, yeah, you got some loop in there. You got some fire ice. Um, You're seeing um, the kind of the new the new kids on the block here are definitely the uh, the mono water um, folk uh, bouncy deck. You know, that's something that we're seeing. You know, that's something you're going to see across basically all of these events so this is definitely a deck that's here to stay granted you know i i do kind of put an asterisk next to this one and the only reason i say that it's definitely a good deck it is a good solid meta deck so you better know how to play against it um but the only the big difference here john is this is the only deck that has a couple cards on like the watch list like they're under they've got they're getting regular visits from their parole officer you know know what i mean yeah (laughs) right yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, just checking in, making sure that everything is uh not going too well. You know? Yeah, they're
1: making sure Masuri and Sildra <laughs> are definitely uh lining their Ps and Q's, still still wearing their ankle bracelet, not leaving not crossing state lines. Um
0: Yeah, and yeah, what's this interesting deck is, is very, very good. I believe that deck came out of Japan to begin with. So it's just like mm-hmm. that's really cool to see that um like something like that, immediately people pick up and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, this is really cool really interesting and it's pretty strong and they start playing it. But when we're going to talk about results from uh, NA in a little bit here, Chris, we're going to see a deck that's not only not represented at all in the top mm-hmm. cut for the Brotherhood games, but it's just like they they literally just write it off entirely almost in other regions. Yeah. And, um, and it's just so interesting to see how some of the ideas just become immediately applied... In all three regions, right, and some yes. of the stuff is like the exact opposite. It's really, really cool to see. I mean, that's and one of the things I like about this mono... game, man.
1: No, absolutely, and uh, and what I again, one of the things that you and I talked about, John. You know, we talked about this when we were doing the uh, the weekly. We're starting to see the evolution of some of these decks. Um, mm-hmm. The the mono water list we're looking at. Other than maybe like one or maybe like one or two of them, they're not the stock original list anymore. You're starting to see people experiment with different backups, different summon loadouts. Maybe they're th- you're seeing some that throw a Porum in there. Um, you know, we saw 100 Nance yesterday playing the Kamari to get the counter on. I love Titus that Kamari. Just, to, just yeah. for because that that but that helps you get not get blown out by yeah. illness Elvis on Elvis. burst. Yeah, yeah, like that's huge. That that. So I think that, you know, you're starting to see these things where, you know, so these decks, we're, we're to the point now where the decks that we're kind of aligning ourselves with, we're finding the holes. And we're now looking to plug those holes so we can keep playing those decks, you know, moving forward. And we still got a lot of events ahead of us. Um, absolutely. But yeah, congrats. Oh, no, go ahead, Daniel. Daniel I'm sorry.
2: No, it's because
1: oh. Of me. Oh, oh no, just like absolutely
0: so, so much more ahead this year. And it's very, very exciting. I just think it's so cool that we're getting such regular checkups, like the fact that we had yeah. three events last weekend, and then immediately we had, uh, well, we basically had a little double event, right, yeah. yesterday. right? Um, and I say double event, it oh, matters, so because people change decks, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a double sample, um, and we're able to come back here, you know, two weeks or, or whatever after the last cast, and just sit here and reevaluate okay here's where everything went after we talked about it last time we haven't been able to get that kind of pulse check on this game for two years
1: it's oh it's true. it's just it's so magical that we can do this now
0: but these metas are going to shift <laughs> and develop so much faster And like you said the, we're going to yeah. start to watch the decklist evolve and that level of like iteration has right. not been around for so long it's really cool as yeah. people who well, like and, to watch and talk shop about this game, especially, you know.
1: Well, and so with that being said, John, let's kind of dive right into these. We had two Japanese events. Uh, we had one in Yokohama, you know, shout outs to the Flim Flam. And then we had one in Osaka. And now if you're looking at both of these, uh, they were both won by Mono Wind. Uh, I believe this is Eureka's Mono Wind list, mm. um, which I've gotten to see. Now, um, I will, I'm also going to go ahead and say this. I know on the last cast, you know, and again, we're, we're seeing how quickly things are, are moving. Um, I'm now seeing the the where you know we're, we're we're I I I am full of I'm my belly is full of my own hat. You know, talking because I know we talked about how like Titus and Cecil were just kind of like eh, they're not really do they're not really doing it what we kind of expected them to do. But now that now that we've got events and things are starting to flesh out and we're starting to see a lot more decks at the table. Uh, those cards are definitely as advertised. Ooh, I don't know. I
0: disagree. I, I think Titus is doing his thing in that deck, but I don't think Cecil has felt any different than I expected or impressed me at all.
1: Well, and I'm glad oh. you said I'm glad you said that because while I do think it's it's better than I thought, it's, and I don't think it's lived up to its full expectation, because I think the deck the card that really steals the show in this mono win deck is Fat Chocobo. Oh right? yeah, 100
0: percent, 100 percent.
1: Like because we were playing, I was playing it, uh You know, Sergio was playing it yesterday, um, and Sergio's a solid player. You know, he's coming off of a top. Mm-hmm. Top eight and, uh, and re-raise, and that deck it's an A plus when Fat Chocobo sticks around. But if you blast that thing early, the deck's like a C minus. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you absolutely. You just lose absolutely. all of that card advantage, and then you're um, playing like a
0: really weird, weird backup line. Like yes. and like you're not curving out well at all if you're not getting all that card advantage and the free play. Mm-hmm. But when you do, you ramp a deck that wants to start its game at five backups mm-hmm. so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it gets out of hand pretty fast. Yeah, Hunter has been playing something like this almost the whole set locally, and just been mm-hmm. like kind of tweaking it over and over. And it's just like, you're like, oh yeah. I mean, how good is that Fat Chocobo? And then the very first time you play against it, you're like, oh shit, oh, pretty wow. good. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I, uh, I definitely learned that against Sergio yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. Mono Wind. I was like, okay, okay. Sat down, going down. He slams it down. Turn one. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Turn two, three. This is not cool anymore. This sucks. This is the worst. <laughs> when, you, when, you,
1: when you're constantly staying with a full grip of cards, especially when you have a card like when Bismarck and Fat Chocobo get going, you're practically drawing like three cards at the end of your turn. Yeah, so I'm like they are effectively drawing five cards a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insane. Yeah, it's very, very efficient. But again, I feel like it loses a lot when when Fat Chocobo hits the bricks. It's just done. Like I, I feel like the deck is not as good as it uh as it can be mm-hmm. um it's still have a lot of neat tricks but i feel like a lot of it's gotcha and a lot of like being able to do like white mage at instant speed like you know giving wind a mist dragon style effect um like that stuff like that is really good being able to you know to cactuar conductor off the top rope little things like that um but, again, I think Fat Chocobo is the reason that deck can do what it does. And when that car yeah. is not on the field, it's a very, very noticeable difference. Yeah. I mean,
0: they're hard mulling for it, too, right? It's like, 100%. like it's just literally the entire core of the deck. It is the engine. If you, if you take it out, it's yep. like driving a car with no engine, as in you are not driving the car. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then, um, you know, rounding out in the, Yokohoma, uh, the Yokohama event or Yokohama-Yokohama, Amadeus
3: this <laughs> Oh.
1: Oh, oh. Um, yeah. oh So we've got a Monofire Braska summons deck, which is, you know, almost very similar to the Mono Water deck, right? We're kind of doing the same thing except we are we're really leveraging uh Braska, um, you know, um, Magissa. So um, you know, and a bunch of just summons there. So we, we've seen this deck before, the old uh monofire kind of gotcha deck. Um, we have Sky Pirates, um, and of course this is a what, forty forty person event, forty one person event, forty seven, almost fifty. Yeah. Um, and then we have going back to that Mono Water deck, we, John. We have two very different versions of that deck um, in this top. Uh, they only have like the top six listed, which is kind of an odd um, number to post here. But
0: oh, this is the one where with Eureka's Mono Wind. I yeah, think yeah, The other yeah. one was a different <laughs> Mono Wind player. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got like then we've got another. This uh this four this uh well wow this uh yeah the the old four color um yeah. twins, Star, Terra stuff is pretty neat. Like there's some neat stuff happening here.
2: Um yeah, this deck is interesting.
1: Yeah. And then going over to the Osaka one, uh again you see Mono Wind uh taking it home there. You see a couple twins uh decks on in, in this top cut. Um but the one that's intriguing me the most, John, in this top cut is this second place deck. This uh this water lightning leo list i've been hearing about this but i've never i haven't seen this thing go john what do you know about this deck
0: uh the water lightning leo deck is it's uh so basically water lightning has access to certain cards especially water water is the easiest to set up leo with which is great because Mm -hmm. he is in water um so what they're trying to do is they play like sarah to get princess sarah and boom, boom, four and one are taken care of, right? They play three thordens in the deck, so is just going to find you whatever number you're missing. Uh, mm-hmm. Larsa is a way to get six, which is a really tricky cost out of the way, because yep. you want as many of them on backups as possible, because otherwise oh, yeah. they're going to be able to remove them, and you have to rebuild to the cost to be able to play Leo. Um, and then there's just a ton of two-drop monsters, like a bunch of them, right? Yeah, And, uh, and then they're taking advantage of a small scions package with ishtola and Arianger, and um really the Arianger is only even reviving these monsters if thank creator or ishtola are out yeah. um because they're all two drops but yeah so so you're trying to just always be recycling these two drop cards while you have you know one three four five six on the backup line and then what leo does is if you have a one two three four five six character you can cast them for one and then he looks at the top five and puts a card into play. So when you're looking at the top five and the cards you can put into play are like Leviathan, (laughs) a nine-drop bomb, Thancred, who is going to put another thing into play, right? Um, Marsh, who searches the deck and puts another thing into play, a two-drop. Realm, who searches the deck and puts two things into play, right? So it's basically like you're paying one to get sometimes a nine CP worth of value uh, without even the card from hand. Yeah, it's very very neat. Um, the Leo stuff that's been a little weird for me is that like once t- like you get all set up and then you play Leo, and then you're mm-hmm. like, well shit, uh, now there's no more payoff, right? It was just like the one shot mm-hmm. from that. But what's interesting about this deck is um, even with like the three skeletons and like the Sahagan Chiefs, like yeah, he can bounce mm-hmm. his own Leo. Heck, he could even uh, break a Leo if he wanted to and play another one. Um, so I think that there's probably a lot of situations where he used the chief and Chief on his own Leo and then play the Leo again just to keep getting more of those like super free cards. Yeah, so it's a deck that has a little bit of setup required, but then they just start getting absurd value for one CP.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And then, uh, one of the, then we've got kind of our usual suspects here. Like I said, we have twins, which is still a very real deck you can play, Sky Pirates. Uh, then we have like a Doga-less Doga less Doga. Uh, deck here rounding out the top cut in this one, John. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally that. It is Doga without Doga.
0: Yeah, it is still taking advantage of the machery. Uh It's mostly a Ridia deck here, right, mm-hmm. where um, the fact that Ursula and Purim and Yang are all Final Fantasy IV characters, uh, they're trying to be able to mm-hmm. cast everything that's four or less for free. Sometimes they get to six, and that's just nuts to cast Leviathan and Remora for free. But yeah, basically, um, instead of getting aggro in your face so early they're replacing the doga stuff with ridia and ridia is doing what doga did better to like the mid game which was just kind of casting those summons for free and like taking advantage of all those summons um so ridia is just kind of another way to get advantage out of the same type of package
1: exactly exactly there's, there's a lot and again it's just it's just kind of a testament to how wide open the game is right now cuz yep. uh you know and and that's the thing uh as far as what's noticeably absent especially if you look back at some of the earlier um opus 16 events um not a not a lick of like something like king's in here which i think is a, a very yeah. real deck and i know a lot of people think that's a very real deck and we'll actually see some results coming up here that have that you know we're starting to see it kind of pop back up um but that, we're just at the tip of the, I guess what I'm saying is, I said all that to say this, is, you know, we're just really at the tip of the iceberg. You know, we've got a steady stream of events coming down the pipe, so we don't know what else we're going to see.
0: Yeah, man, it's um because now all of these events uh, inform the next events, right? I mean, I mean even including yes. what we saw yesterday.
1: Which is a hell of a segue, John. No, not I'm yet. Starting. We
0: have to talk about uh, re-raise first. I know, I know, I know. We would oh. want to just go right into... <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's no. That's uh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> oh, well, like, wait, that's not that great of a segue, though. No, I'm not ready. No. <laughs> No. no, we're going to we we're we're doing our re raise event, which is a re raise going into, you know, our you know, the winner box that we had. This is kind of our main topic, you know, just kind of segueing right out of the right still kind of in the news. But um, you know, North America had their first re raise event, uh, which all three of us attended. It was a great time. Like I felt like a new man when I came back. I was like, I I was missing something. And just being able to get out and see everyone and like try and I've gone to locals in North Carolina, but like traveling, like traveling, traveling,
2: yeah, you know, traveling, seeing everybody, Just seeing such beautiful mm-hmm. faces, like ugh. exactly,
1: like people I haven't seen in years when I I mean literal years and and it's
2: like it hasn't been more than ten
1: minutes since we've seen each other, right? Like it, oh my just, god, everybody just kind of yeah, we just like picked back up where we left off, which I thought literally was really, like really oh. Cool.
2: Literally as if I saw you uh, a month ago for a Crystal Cup, right? Like, uh, Yeah, how that's nice. how it
1: felt. And uh, it was a, an absolutely fantastic event hosted by uh, the Haven Games down in Orlando. Uh, beautiful, beautiful shop. Uh, it was an awesome experience. Uh, uh, James yeah, what a Hawkwood score. And, and Matt, I apologize. I do not know Matt's last name. I don't remember it. John, do you remember his last name?
0: Oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. I was already proud of myself for remembering his first name.
1: Yeah but uh, yeah I mean cuz he's, he's the one who does really all like the flesh and blood stuff um but everybody there was great you know big shout outs to you know Jason Toro and uh Chris McKinney for judging uh the event um, you know, there was a lot, lot of rust to be knocked off all across the board, uh, from, you know, players, judges, everybody, you know, and it was great. It was great. The the event ran smoothly for the most part. Um, there might've been some hiccups and like, I mean, no, I, not a single repair as far as I remember, John.
0: Um, well, yeah, think... no, not really. No, no, nothing that we all had to get up remember. from our seats and do anything about. I mean, the nice thing is that these guys were, were savvy and they were using software that let them uh, kind of catch things like that ahead of time and fix it like right away. So it was nice when like people like Ninja dropped or something like that, um, yeah. that everything yeah was very, very smoothly run.
1: No, absolutely. And of course, you know, we have a a nice mixture of results here in this cast. Um, I mean, I'm looking at this top 16 list. I'm seeing a a very familiar name on here. I see uh, a Daniel Kirk uh, coming in 13th place. Um, So Daniel, you want to you want to go and just talk about your uh, your tournament experience just uh, preparing because if I'm not mistaken, this is your first um, official OP top cut, correct?
2: Uh, absolutely. This is my first time actually actually making uh, a Top Cut Day 2, thanks to a very generous 16 instead of Top 8, right? (laughs) Because I would have been bubbled right out of Top 8.
1: That's right though. You had a hell of a day of cards. Why don't you go ahead and walk us through? So, it looks like you were playing, I got your list pulled up here, it looks like you were playing Soiree, which was definitely the, uh... That was definitely the deck to expect, right? Like that was the the deck mm-hmm. that made up the majority of the room. So, uh, tell well, us about in your, you know, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, in NA specifically, right? <laughs> yeah, well, tell us about your uh, your choices. Your you know what what led you to the deck, and what uh you know any like deck pieces and things like that. Because I see you've got some interesting cards in here. You know, you're playing you know Amaterasu and yastola, You're playing um, you know Titan Kieran Montleonis. Um, you know, you're playing Carbuncle or like the Opus, uh, the the one CP Carbuncle. Like you've got some, you got some neat things going through here. You know, tell us about your deck. Tell us about your matchups and uh, the day of cards you had.
2: Yeah, so um, basically, uh, I haven't been playing this game very much, unfortunately. Um, uh, my locals have been popping off, bless them. Thankfully, I've just been so swamped with work, so I uh, I saw, you know, opening opening night for organized play, and I was like, alright, I gotta hop in with something, right? Like, what what is gonna be the game plan? And when Opus 16 came out, everyone's like, oh, I wanna make a story list. So I was like, yeah, I wanna make a story list. So, like, at the end of the day, it kind of pilots itself. I I was like, I, I, ha- I personally have a lot of rust in this game. I, I wanna get something that has good, smooth, clean lines, you know, to really hop back in and feel confident before I diverse into whatever jank i want to play in the future right mm-hmm. um but basically what had happened was is i was like i want to play soiree all my locals almost everyone in my locals had a soiree deck so i was like <laughs> hello at everyone in my locals please send me all of your soiree decks thank you i would like to see what what your quote-unquote secret soiree tech is right well, machine learning for, guards <laughs> right like as a, <laughs> applying as the AI. Noticed, from from the re-raise top decks, all the story mm-hmm. lists, it's like everyone has their special sauce going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I want to see what my locals have come up with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I took all their lists, evaluated, put compiled together... the data. Yeah, compiled everything, put together what I thought was really good. It turned out it was really not good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had, like, a day one of deck testing uh, over Octagon with Danny, uh, to which he told me every flaw of my deck.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dan- Danny Diaz is a... Yeah, cool shout out to Danny Diaz uh, uh,
2: over Octagon. He was like, nope, you're wrong, this is bad, what you're going to do is slap this in here. Uh, and I was like, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So, took his advice. Uh, he, he inspired me to play the two Cecil and two Kieran instead of going into a Kieran meta. Uh, and I genuinely love that advice. because uh, I I was so nervous to play Kieran the whole day. <laughs> I was so nervous of the whiff, you know what I mean? And uh unfortunately it, it happened to Trevor all day. He was talking about it. And I was like, oof. But um yeah, no, I just I just kinda took what everyone else had and kinda found what worked with my playstyle. Uh I wanted to throw Cecil in there because, you know, protection i felt might have been important it ended up working out really well for me uh throughout all of swiss uh
1: hey he makes things very fucky for people. right like you, you slap, them sure. slap them
2: down and they just go ah <laughs> fuck hold on like yeah. <laughs> um so it, I, I mean even if they i him, it kind of just opens up me playing a madame adele for free right i, I gonna have two you know so i felt like he was safe even if they were going to ama him, they were going to re- use a lot of resources to do it, blah, blah, blah. Uh It felt good. Um, I played Montleonis because I really yeah. like his special. That was uh, from the brain of Tannis and his, his wacky deck. And yeah. let me tell you, when that special went off, oh, it cleared away.
0: <laughs> yeah, Montleonis is actually pretty cool. I mean, just even... Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the overcurved. day, he's he's in 9k. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. And that just feels really good with a because... I didn't much. I had him in my deck, obviously. I just didn't play him that.
0: I'm you, back. You were starting to You're get back. robot voice, and then you had no oh, bot so voice. Sorry.
1: Okay. Oh, that's okay. These things, they do happen. Um, yeah, You were talking about Montleonis Le- uh, and how you, uh, you got some people with that, uh, that special.
2: Yeah, that special is just killer. And, I mean, honestly, even if I don't have it, he's still just a big body that they got to jump over. Yeah, which I I think just felt good at at uh, at a clean forecast, you know. Absolutely. I don't know if he's like the proper tech <laughs> for a uh, good story. I mean, you know, I definitely could have thrown in there for the mirror and X, Y, and Z, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt I felt pretty confident going into the mirror, and I didn't have any issue with it. Uh, at least day one, right?
1: Break down, uh, break down your matchups. What did you play against?
2: Uh, so, day one, I went against two list. Um Hold on, I gotta... Dang, I don't even remember. Oh, round one, I went against Bo. It was uh, a very, very nice man. Uh, unfortunately, Sforay did what Sforay did, turn one, and I saw green cards from my opponent, so I slapped down the Madame Adele, Sarah... Um, or, the Madame Adele into... Amber into Shinju combo turn one, one and you know, GG you from there, that. right? Yeah, yeah awesome. I was like, all right, this feels really good. Uh, so that was just a good start, right? Um, going on, um, I faced a mono ice list next, and uh, I mean, again, it was, I guess, a discard game, but when I'm as long as I have two backups, I just feel really good top decking. You
1: pretty much cast anything in your deck for sure,
2: yeah, yeah. I, i was I really like the four cost curve, um obviously it feels very clean, so yeah it was i I'm playing a discard game, but I don't feel bad at least I didn't feel bad personally, so whatever it was pretty good uh I went again year i think round three or four, and it mm. was just clean um I don't I know i i personally i felt like you? Cecil really paved the way for a lot of my games like wholeheartedly Hmm. i just felt like the more i was playing it just kind of didn't matter i was almost playing solitaire the whole game between uh amaterasu the mist dragon the ishtola and the Cecil. like if yashtola was on board they didn't want to do anything if Mm -hmm. i felt confident to play yashtola every time i played it i think i'd probably make her a one of instead of two uh after the day uh, just because I, you know, it, at that point, how much protection do, are you really going to go in on? At the end of the day, if they're going to have something, they're going to have something. Uh, nice. But I, it just, I felt so just safe the whole day in my list because I knew right. I had board wipes with Titan and I had Mist Dragon to get rid of their break zone and draw or cancel summons, which ended up being super important to cancel all the Amaterasus, you know, <laughs> because everyone's going to Amaterasu's a, Like,. <laughs> Amaterasu for the mirror felt really good. Cecil for protection felt so good. And when he stuck, oh my god, it ended the game. Like yeah, Stick, true. unfortunately. But when he stuck, oof, it just felt good. So, I don't know. I think I played a very safe list. Um, did not work for me day two, unfortunately. Uh, um, but I in Swiss, I, I was very confident. Sat back and went, all right. I have enough protection to make my turns work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you and yeah, I mean, I'll say this, in the later rounds you beat my ass. Like you, you were you <laughs> were my biggest, you were my biggest or my only non-game of the day. Like, I, I felt like I didn't even show up. I might as well have just just walked right by Ooh. the table and just No, cr-
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> what did have was this oh, man what
1: happened was you i, I got the luckiest
2: laughing. ex burst on his turn to titus is what happened and it paved the way for my game mm. <laughs> like,
1: that, that that elvis was pretty sick. I'm not that, that, elvis, was that sick up. nasty
2: elvis on ex paved the way for the rest of my game Dude, <laughs> elvis
0: is just insane.
2: card is insane uh and as as we can see insane outside of soiree shout out to two soiree mixed into avalanche <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah it, yeah that's another thing too you know you're starting to see what you'll see if you look you know in some of these other lists uh you know i know kp um and even you know chocobo joe to an extent I even mean, though chocobo yeah. joe is running more like soirees in addition to the avalanche forwards but that avalanche backup oh, sorry the uh the soiree backups just make avalanche just so butter smooth uh, so it's good. pretty wild um and but yeah
2: some sick exes like oh let's go yeah. Like people used you know to play
0: I mean... Claris to search out an Edgar that didn't do anything. Oh, now right. they play Amber to search out a thing that kills almost yeah, anything.
1: That kills anything, yet. right? Like, yeah, like okay, <laughs> yeah, feels yeah. so good it's very very good but you know really 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 proud of you you had a hell of a weekend um you know can't say that enough it looks like the uh you know the testing paid off you've played really really smart from what i could tell yeah, all day man. long and it's definitely been a real glow up for you that's really really awesome i'm glad to see the uh the testing paid off and uh, just the, yes. the, the the total improvements um into the game so definitely congratulations on your cut you got those sick uh re-raised sleeves oh, uh so clean, one, baby. <laughs> one game one game short from the playmat that's oh. all right though you know you uh you were sitting Next there time. playing. <laughs> exactly. Next time you'll get them. And uh, you know, while you were sitting there playing cards on day two, John and I were actually doing commentary. Um, uh, shout out to Travis Pfeiffer. Um, and I guess it was also Matt on day one uh, mm-hmm. running the stream, doing the commentary. And up, uh, you know, John and I, since we didn't really have that great of a day one, we were Not able at all. to, yeah. We were able to uh, join join into the commentary, though I was hungover as shit on Sunday. <laughs> I, 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 you can go back and listen to it. I am not at my best. I am just like I'm. I feel like I'm just slop, I'm just a pile of laundry sitting in a chair, just trying to talk. That's alright, dude. I got you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So, John, I know uh, <laughs> we while well, both of us didn't make day two. I feel like you and I had vastly different experiences. Um, on, why don't you talk about you know your deck choice and uh, just kind of how your day went? Talk talk as much as you want. I know it's a it was just kind of like an unbelievable <clears> like <throat> what the fuck is happening kind of situation here.
0: It's all right. So um, I'm gonna start by painting a picture for everybody. So I went into the rebase event and uh, basically this upcoming weekend of tournaments, thinking that the most represented decks I would see would be mono water, um, mono water avalanche, soiree were, like, the top three, I thought, right? Um, I was right.
3: Yeah.
0: I have, yeah. in uh, in the raise tournament, and then in testing on Thursday, just, like, I say testing, obviously, in a testing game against other people, I would play against specific decks, but I just, like, showed up to locals and played more random games against people, right? So it's, like, in a tournament on Saturday, random games Thursday, then a, two tournaments yesterday... I have played against any one of those decks a single time, and it was only finals in locals yesterday where I played against Soiree for the first time. I have not played against Soiree or Mono Water or Avalanche a single time in any of those events. Um, but I
1: love how you were like you'd get up and you'd be like, "I look to my left, look to my right."
0: Bro, I must have been in the pool because I, <laughs> I, was, I was surrounded by water. But um, yeah, I guess I was on a little island or something. I uh, I don't know. It was like. A lot of times, I'll I'll be like, okay, I think this is what the field is going to be, and I'm going to call this, and because I'm so confident in this call, like, I'm going to lean into it, right? And um, I can tell you, I feel with the way that I, or what I played and the way I had it built, um, and in testing games against those decks, I was very prepared for a Mono Water or for a Soiree matchup. Um, Unfortunately, a little bit soft to maybe some of the other stuff I ran into, Um, also, I mean, this room was full of just really good players. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's like when my, my losses are to people who I know very well, (laughs) it's like, okay, (laughs) yeah, that that's fair. Right. So one of us had to lose here. Right. Something had to happen. Um, but yeah, so I wound up like three, three on the day and then just uh, dropping the last round to get on the margarita train. But oh, the, uh, Irving Diaz, yeah. Margarita train Once you hit the X three, the dream is dead um, for that event. So yeah, I actually wound up playing against Scions, Ice Lightning, Ice Lightning, Ice Wind, oh. Warrior of Light, and Black Waltz. Uh, my oh. wins were against Black Waltz, Warrior of Light, and one of the Ice Lightnings. and My losses were to the other three. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was. Um, I was glad to lend my talents to commentary day two instead. But I, I liked the deck. I took Firewind, uh mostly doing braska stuff, but a lot of just like summon recursion, a lot of efficient stuff, kind of like a control type style. I really liked the deck. I still really like the deck. Um and uh I'm probably gonna continue to play it. It's just yeah, it it certainly was not what I expected to play against. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And um and and I played against your deck with the meta style. It's good. It's it's a good deck. Like yeah. I just feel like I just feel like these last co- these last couple of events you just hit like just the 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 strangest of luck, which we'll get into uh here in a little bit when we talk about the, Dude, the locals
0: what was crazy. Yeah, that was just oh, wild, yeah. But yeah. Insane. <laughs> Daniel was I, Daniel uh, was just standing there watching. I don't know
1: if people would believe
2: Jaw that. dropped every
1: turn. Like <laughs> <laughs> This is unfucking believable. Mm. But uh, but yeah. So for uh, for re-raise, I actually I, I kind of went against the grain. I'd been I'd been really high on Fire Ice, which you know clearly that was a would have been a good call as well. Um, but yeah, I, I was old. finding myself running and like having trouble with the Soiree match, which for the most part I think outside of, you know, like, kind of getting a little high rolly there. Um, I genu I genuinely genuinely feel that if Michael Powell and uh, Daniel Ramirez, shout out to Daniel Ramirez for winning this event, I feel like that that matchup is still very much in Soiree's favor. I genuinely do. Um, But
2: Well, I I, have um, a little bit of insider on that. uh, (laughs) So I was talking uh, to Daniel um, at lunch slash dinner after after day two and everything, and he was like, yeah, uh, that entire night Um, he tested against Soiree and lost every single fucking match. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Oh, When he was prepping for day two, he was, like, he sat down against me and was so nervous. And, like, I could tell man was, like, sweating about to have an anxiety attack. I was like, all right, we're both going to breathe now. And he was like, all right. (laughs) Like, he's a wonderful man. I genuinely... He's that's a great. great person. Love him had, so much. Like had a hell of a I, such a months. delight to meet sure him did. and get to know him <laughs> and go to like to lunch it with him afterwards. And uh, but it was so funny. He was like, "Yeah, I got slammed all night," and I was like, "And then you come in day two and just shove it to every other <laughs> like everyone." <laughs>
1: Sometimes that's how it goes, right? Yeah, and, you know, I was you're, like, you're, like you're "How you crazy!" Got the hot hand. All it takes is the hot hand. All um, right, but uh oh. but with all that being said, I I had decided. I was like, you know, I kind of want to play something different. So as I was looking at other decks, I was like, maybe I'll play Avalanche. You know, maybe I'll play Soiree. I'll just join the club and play Soiree. But I kept looking at that Mono Water list, and I was like, man, I, I, you know, and as somebody who, you know, I'm typically an aggro player, but I always enjoyed Mono Water monsters back in like Opus Five, Opus Mm Six. While this is a drastically different deck. I sometimes like to scratch a control itch or a control E kind of itch. One hundred,
0: um, yeah. And you like I to put, put p- on a little costume <clears throat> for Halloween. You know, you know yeah, you exactly, don't run around exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so I was, I, you know, the night before, I, you know, we were hanging out at uh, Nick Chanel's Airbnb and we were jamming some games. And, um, you know, of course, Nick Chanel, uh, finishing top four at this event, uh, him and I playing, I want to say our list was the same, except he had put in a couple of Kukulains and took out the Mammoth, and I was still on Mammoth. <clears throat> and, um, so a couple uh, small differences, but he turned me on to like playing brawn in the list and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but <clears throat> so I was like, you know what, fuck it. This is what we're going for. Cause either I'm going to do well or I'm going to go owe two beers and just hang out <laughs> really? at with the gang, with anybody else who owe two beers, <clears throat> um, end up starting four and one like i'm in a very very good spot um i have to play like, you know my first two rounds are against two really really solid players i have to play uh sergio bravo round one um and he's on like a wind ice type of situation one of my I, losses i, I, yeah. I, I, I win <laughs> that game i i win that game actually pretty uh pretty easily and i think that game kind of switched when he uh he typhoned my titus
3: Oh no! Yeah, I,
1: I just drew three cards. Drew Titus played it again. And, uh, that Check, please. Again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, and of course, you know, Sergio's a hell of a player. Like he is a good, good player. So, <clears throat> like, you know, that was the first time I ever played against him. So it was, I was like, wow. You know, I'm. I, I guess I've still got it. Like if I can take a game off of. You know, a, a hell of a player like Sergio, because I think you know, I, I feel like if we play that matchup a hundred times, I'll bet he ends up you know winning more than I do. But you know, maybe I'm selling myself short. But point is, Sergio Bravo is a hell of a player. Then right after that, I have to play against David. Uh, David Melendez was it TCG Tacos? Yeah, I have to play against Tacos in round two, and it's like I know and I know who he is too. So I was like, holy shit, I, I, I'm up against back to back killers, and. It's a repeat of round one. Um he's on Samurai's and I just I have an answer for every Tenzin and Folka just kind of takes over the game. Oh. Um so I, I I was like, all right, well I have I had to play two just monsters right out of the gates. Then we take our lunch break, we go get some margar we get our first taste of uh, five dollar uh, blue margaritas. What and a great I, first I, taste. We're we're sitting there at lunch and I'm like, man, you know who I don't wanna play when I go back in there? I hope I can play against anybody but Greg Cole. Well, we come back, and Greg Cole's like, Chris, take a seat. You're playing me this round. I was like, no! No! <laughs> that was and, so well, that, funny, did you? Yeah. It was rough, and that was my first loss. So uh, I had gone against uh, Wind Ice round one, Samurai's round two, Soiree was my first loss in round three. Uh, round four, I had to play against Sky Pirates, um, which I had won because this was a weird one. Um, I don't think my opponent was having the best day. Because um, I think he had just had to play Nick Chanel the round before. Um, and then he had to play against <laughs> me. And he was he was fucking over it. My double vision always seems to get the best. Yeah. Me. <laughs> you know, so he basically, I got him to five damage really quickly. He just kind of conceded. He was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not having a good day. I'm not having fun. So he just conceded and, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. Um, you know, and then we, well, I, I. Yeah, and we talked for a little bit afterwards, but i I I could tell he just wasn't having a good day. So I so I got that one against pirates. Um but yeah, so I had to play against a, a pseudo mirror. I felt like I was playing against an older, like, version of Mono Water. Um where it was doing the same thing. It was doing like the Mastery, Leviathan, Folka, but this was had more of like the B E twist where there's playing the uh Basically, the guy who's like Titus before Titus came out, the BE guy that he attacks, you draw two, discard two, yeah, so Oh, discard like a, um, owl or something?
3: Uh,
1: Yeah, something like that. So that's what this guy. He was all more on that package. Um, maybe it made it sound like he didn't have any of the Opus sixteen stuff yet. Um, um. But I ended up winning that. But it was it was actually very very close because because he had, this guy actually beat Cody in Swiss. Um, just because he he, he had. He had I felt like every Leviathan in the game was in this guy's deck. Um, but I, I was able to pull it out because of Blue Worm, uh, which, of course, you know, Blue Worm's the greatest at dealing that seventh point of damage. Oh, but yeah, I only had four cards left in deck. Um, he was not afraid to put my Titus into my deck and you know let me draw three cards. Um,
0: Blue Worm comes in at the end and just puts his name on the card and he's like, "Yeah, this gift's from me too."
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, look what I got for you. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but ended up winning that, um, and then I had to run into just the absolute, just ungodly ass beater that was Daniel Kirka. <laughs> Um And so I'm I'm four and one going into the matchup. it's like, all right, cool. The, and my tiebreakers uh, currently right now are it, it's Greg Cole, uh, and he's sitting there at the top tables. I'm like, this is good. Smiling and, and waving I, back at you from table yeah. one. Yeah. That's right. I was like, if I can, if I can just win one more of these, I'm I'm. Probably gonna make day two, uh, and then Daniel proceeds to be. Daniel's like, "Go fuck yourself." Uh, I'll see you enjoy enjoy your margaritas while I'm in day two.
2: <laughs> I was like I'll see not you in day two. <laughs> exactly. But no,
1: it, it was awesome. Like I think I, I, it was. I'm I'm so happy. I'm more happy that you won, made day two, and I I I love to see. It. I love getting my ass beaten when I see, especially when I see. Like the improvement that you've made, so I'll, I'll slob your knob all day long on that. But, <laughs> no, but, but, seriously, like, I, I, I really can see the improvement. And again, it was a non, it was my only non game of the day. Even my game with Greg Cole, while, while he won, it was a lot closer than our game.
2: That um, man and his three Shinryus, which oh, paved the lucky, way to victory. Wild, Holy man.
1: shit, wild man. What Ill-
2: um, that call, I was like, what on earth? And then I saw three Shinryus win a game. <laughs>
1: like... Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so then after that, you're uh, you know so I was like, okay, cool. All I gotta do is get this last one because my two tiebreakers are now both waving at me from Yeah, right, from two. the top table. <laughs> exactly. Hey Chris, why don't you get on up <laughs> I got, here? I, 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 that's right, I got I got my foam finger cheering section over on <laughs> <at page laughs> one and two, oh, So I was like, oh. all right. Then I have to play against the other Sergio, <laughs> fucking Sergio Garcia oh. from North Carolina on the mirror and I was like what a killer man right <laughs> Sergio sergio's a great player so um good. and you know you I, can I just don't...
0: see like the ultra instinct aura like surrounding him dude you oh, just Ryan, feel his energy as he's, as he's getting ready to step into day two.
1: Oh man and uh yeah so we play <clears throat> we play our matchup and um the way it kind of goes down is he's trost before i do and is just able to acquire that value a lot quicker than i am and um one of the things that happens, like he gets that ex burst, the four drop Leviathan, that when it hits on burst, you draw a card, then with Tross you draw another card. Uh, two damage later, I get one, but at that point, like the the war of attrition was very quickly, mm. or it, it was starting to snowball into his favor. And um, you know, I fought it to the very end, but then um, I was like, all right, I'm gonna stay in this game if I can play around four activation, like four bounce activations. Um and I'm like, what are the odds of him having the fifth? Well, oh, you know me. I'm gonna fucking make you have it. Well, Sergio had it. So that's that's where that game ended. It was a good game. Um but you know, definitely the, the better player won out. And that's uh my, my dreams ended basically right there at the finish line. I broke my ankle right before the finish line. But well that's not a good finishing. place to break your ankle. Right, right there before crossing <laughs> the finish line. Um and it ended up fin I think my final placing was like twenty. So yeah, uh, I mean, good. a close. Yeah. I was, I was again right there at the finish line, and also too, you know, we talked about at the beginning of this how this event was full of killers. If you look at top sixteen, I mean, it's all, it's just a, a rogues gallery. You know, Michael Powell, Nick Chanel, uh Sam Tool, Kyle McGinty, Cody Snodgrass, Sergio Garcia, Greg Cole, Chocobo Joe. Uh, you know, that, there's that Daniel Kirka fella, You know, mm-hmm. Kyle Peters. Um, you know, they, they, and then that's not. I'm not discounting anybody whose name I did not mention. Like, this was a killer top 16 from first to 16. Every single one of these people are just ungodly ass beaters. But then if you look at 17 through 32, now and that's a whole nother fucking group of killers. You know, it, it's that one is equal because you got, like, Okimoto, Curtis Kang, you've got Hunter Nance, you've got me. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is in there. Actually, I got I still got the photo. Oh, box. don't look
2: discount me. Dylan.
1: Dylan, no fucking old the strawberry senpai himself. Now, let's see. Matt rice uh Sam prime uh oh, oh the the honorary oh oh never mind uh Dave the glaive is number it uh, was number 33 uh Sergio Bravo was 17 yeah wow so um John Siordia. <clears throat> so like yeah man old James Doolittle like 17 through 32 is like it's a whole it's it's it, at any other event John that would be a top cut right yeah
2: right truly. Um,
1: what a monster monster event, and you know now that we've talked about you know the you know the games and or like the you know what how we did that we look at this meta it is very very different uh for the most part from what we've seen in Japan and what we've seen in Europe
0: yeah, I mean we're looking at uh half of topless soirée, right yeah, yeah not uh, even eight, a eight single soiree in, in top in any Japanese or not a lick or uh, European list anywhere other than NA no soiree. half ah. of the soiree. and like you said dude those are all killers Those are all good players mm-hmm. like um i don't know man it's it's hard to argue against it performing uh at yeah. the event like like i agree you could maybe not be on board yet but like there's something mm-hmm. there there's obviously not
1: nothing there it's it's not nothing that's yeah it's work. not nothing and um uh, now granted you know we talked about there was a lot of uh in, definitely in the room there was a lot of rust and um there was a lot of you know there was a lot of varying skill levels which again i love i love seeing it um <clears throat> but we def, there were definitely some uh some ruling things that came up in top 16 def- you know if you wa- just watch the stream i don't want to beat a dead horse on that um But I guess the reason I want to bring that up is, you know, now that we're going back into competitive events, you definitely want to make sure we're brushed up on the rules. We want want to make sure how cards work, even if it's that oddball outlier or that that doesn't work like every fucking thing else, you know, that has seen. But, you know, again, I don't know the rules because I don't use Twitter. So, um, but I just, again, (laughs) buttoning up the rules. I don't know the rules, but, you know, hey. Yeah, that's right. I don't use Twitter, so I don't know. But I guess what I guess I'm saying all that to say this, John, that like if you're playing a if you're if you're playing your own deck, you definitely want to know how the cards interact, you know, to the best of your knowledge, right?
0: Yeah, it's um, it's tough for that specific interaction because like <clears throat> you could have even checked Twitter at one point and gotten the wrong answer, um, because they've gone back and forth on it. But yeah, it's it's always it always feels bad. You don't want to have to tell somebody, like, hey, that thing that you see, how it works, and you understand cards very well, it, like, doesn't work the way you think, in the middle of them making that play. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, because it it got a little sloppy there, and, you know, and we saw a couple times in Top Cut, which, and again, I don't know how rulings went during the tournament, because I know none of my games had any judge calls. Uh, well technically the only one I had was when my opponent conceded. We just wanted to t- determine what, where it, whether a concession was damage dealt. Oh of course it's 7-0. Yeah. And yeah. That, and, that, and we wanted to make sure before mm-hmm. we marked it. Um yeah, it was 7 damage. <clears throat> Excuse me. Make a dead noises over here. Um but John, you know, we had a great, well, all of us had a great time. Great great games, great hangs. Uh, the Airbnb was fucking fantastic. Cody and I got to sleep in the garage with the basketball hoops.
0: The Dude, the guy. hoops! Oh my god, that was so much fun, actually.
1: Dude, such a great time. We got full the queue full of boozing. Oh, we got, yeah, y'all. I slept like a you rock. You sure did. Dude, we cued my... off and Brady <laughs> and won?
0: He got himself a uh, a pack of those KP sleeves. Dude, I brought a second pack oh, and gave so it away <laughs> to the winner. Yeah,
1: oh, I can't wait to see Brady sporting those. I hope so, man. That was my first time actually meeting a couple of these people in the Airbnb, like uh, like Viridian and Ryan Chen, um, Brandon. Um, so it was really cool meeting some people for the first time and actually, you know, being able to like hang out and talk with people. Um, once again, as it as, as seems to be my shtick, somehow whenever I don't make day two, I get recruited to help test people going into day two. Um, and obliterate and I, proceed, <laughs> and I proceed to obliterate them. Show them the future. How it's- Exactly. I I proceed to show them the future of what's gonna happen. Um, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. I was pretty hammered, drunk on Saturday, which clearly <laughs> shows how Sunday was. I was just a mess, which is why when y'all were cubing, I literally put like my Breathe Right nose strip on, and as y'all are cubing, I just lay on the couch and like Nick showing me what he's drafting, and I like to think at some point he turns around to show me something, and I'm just.
0: <sighs> oh yeah uh honey that's nice uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> that's oh you weird. got the effort baby yeah okay yeah that
1: <laughs> sounds great <laughs> are you are you winning son are you winning son right <laughs> yeah it was and then you know the fun had to come to an end at least for that event you know sunday you know i actually drove down with curtis and having that third car it was actually pretty clutch throughout the weekend just being able to kind of split her off as needed <laughs> um um, so it was an excellent, excellent trip. Got back on Monday. And, John, we don't – you know, why would we stop at just one event? Why would we not just fucking saddle up and do it again? Everybody, everybody was like, yeah, do I'm there. Again, baby. Yeah, I'm there. I'll see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we – uh, so this Saturday at Game Theory, John, we had a nice uh, – so I like what you, you're, Double-header. you're doing down at Game Theory. Yeah, basically, but I like what you're doing down there where – you 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 guys are now doing a win-a-box once a set. Just a real clean, easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, easy-breezy, beautiful cover girl. <laughs> and
0: event. no reason not to.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Truly. Why not? Absolutely. Five of um, Swiss
0: clean top cut. Boom.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because not only did we play in a win-a-box uh, yesterday... Uh, John and Daniel. We also just went ahead and popped into locals right after. We, we doubled our pleasure. So, yeah, and, we um,
0: we like to fire locals right after our win a box. <laughs>
1: exactly. Why not? Um, and it was a good time. We actually carpooled up. It was me, uh, Daniel, uh, Colin Coughlin, and the innovator himself, Adam Lane, made a uh, – made a. well, we kind of twisted his arm a little bit, but mm. uh, he, he – he, he'll talk he'll talk a stiff game but i know we had a good time hanging out and seeing of everybody. course of
0: course <laughs> and, 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 you know what's funny we were talking a little earlier about what a long day that was how many rounds it was dude We well, played nine rounds of cards like I, I know adam had to like take a break he's like i'm not playing yeah. in the locals dude i'm gonna go take a nap because it's just like bro we played more rounds of cards than you played. uh you played at re-race right yeah like literally a longer day of cards than the re-race tournament <laughs> Absolutely. Nine there was a of lot
1: Swiss. of, oh, really? yeah, nine rounds of Swiss total. Plus anybody who was in top cut actually played more. <laughs> so considering those were two out of three, one could argue those were additional additional tech, you know, rounds of Swiss. If you want to get, you know, mm-hmm. you want to talk about just games played. So it was a long day of cards, but you know what, John with OP being back and the meta being just as fucking wide open and healthy as it is. You don't hate doing it. Um, and we actually had a really good top cut here. It was it was a little more of the same. You know, we had what looks like three soirees. Uh, Michael Powell uh, and Hunter Nance actually split finals here, which I believe Michael Powell got the official first place because I think he was the uh, the undefeated technically. Mm-hmm. I um, think so. Yeah, so Michael Powell, who finished second at re-race, uh, went took it home here with uh, Hunter Nance actually switching from mono wind to mono water. Uh, we had Sergio Garcia playing Okie's Earth Wind uh, Tawa, who had a hell of a day of cards at rerays Also, he um, um, he was also on Soiree. Um, we had Sky Pirates uh, by Jason uh, playing, being played by Jason Richardson, who also was at uh,
0: uh
1: Tawa was undefeated
0: Fire. in Swiss, too, right? I think with Soire. was he? Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, again, like we've got we we're, uh, we're seeing a lot of Soiree here, and it's performing well. And I I think people who maybe are you know, more aggro tuned or starting to kinda of gravitate to it. I think it's a good deck for Talwa to play, honestly. Um and then um, we had Fire Ice. It uh, was that Brandon uh, Brewster uh, had a good day. Yeah. Uh, and then we had another. Uh, what was this? Another Soiree deck. Uh, Tyler. And then mm-hmm. we had Joe uh, Giallo playing old Kings Glaive. So I guess in North Carolina, uh, Joe Giallo is officially Dave the Glave uh, of the North Carolina. <laughs> he is Braves. Dave.
0: Yeah. We actually had a lot of glaives running around. Uh, I know yeah, you played that's... it for the event. and That you played yeah. some mirrors. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was crazy to see.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a deck I'm actually really because that was the the thing that we thought we were talking about it because we kept hearing that Japan is like Soiree's not good. We don't tech. Or was it they were they were talking to somebody? And they were like we don't tech for that deck because it's not good. Um, and we were like, well, what beats it? And then like I, I see out a couple weeks ago, you know, Alex Hancock was talking about. Kingslaves, and it's like, okay, and it was doing well at, like, earlier Japanese events. Like, I want to say mm-hmm. one of the the earlier Opus 16 events, Kingslaves finished second uh, behind uh, the world champ. Um, I was like, okay, well, I want to see what this deck's about, because it has a good match against Soiree, it has a good match against Pirates, it does well against Avalanche. Like, it has good matchups against most of the meta, with the exception of Mono Water. I think Mono Water is a pretty, pretty difficult matchup, but not that—not that you can't mitigate some of that stuff. But it's just, it's tough. Um, so I was like, you know what? I want to try it out. I want to see what it's all about. I, I'm, I'm very partial to Final Fantasy 15 base decks anyway. Um, so I went two and three. Um. Cause I, you know going into that event, I had zero reps on the deck, and you need reps on that deck. It mm-hmm. is it is mm-hmm. not something yeah. you can just kind of pick up and play, and you know maybe expect to do well. Like I I every game I played, I was like, oh man, I wish I'd have done this backwards, or I wish I'd have done this this way, or maybe two turns later, you're like, man, had I because you you'll have these decision decision trees that you have during the game with the deck is really really neat. And My big takeaway was a lot of decks have a hard time with the three drop nicks when you're locked mm-hmm. and loaded with anything, even one activation. And even if you have none, the fact that on your board, you could easily get to two activations without breaking a sweat or doing anything. Um, so that card's really good. And Noctis just takes over a game. Um, so I had a lot of fun. That's actually a deck I'm going to be sticking with for a while, just making some tweaks um, to it. Cause uh, it's, a, I had a lot, my head fucking hurts still hurts this morning. Um, But I learned whether I won or whether I lost, I learned something, and I'm going to be able to, you know, implement that into how the deck plays. It's so good. It's so much fun. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's like so unique too, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of lines, and you know, I love seeing the lines, boys. My gosh,
2: playing against you literally gave me a headache last night. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I can't – I was trying to calculate his lines to see what I could get over and try and finagle to maybe win, right? And I was like, I, I, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> and, 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 and there's too a point much going
1: on. And there was yeah. a point where you're sitting there. I remember in our game, you were just like, I can't do anything about this Knicks. Like,
2: yeah. I, I, like, I can't I just, there's just no person. hard removal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like I, I hit the like EX to times. get rid of him, and then you just played another.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just you just flip the Libertus on damage. Like oh, I'll just take that Nyx right on back. Thank you very much.
0: Or you play another Nix, and then the last Nyx is helping him be harder to deal with. Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah. right. Yeah. It was really really neat. Well, uh, we'll we'll, we'll we'll go around the other way this time, John. What did you play yesterday?
0: Um, for which event? <laughs> uh, well, for the winner well, box
1: did you first. The, did you, did you, yeah. you didn't play the same deck for both?
0: No. I did not. No know shit. It. Yeah, sure. no, 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 for
1: the winter box, what would you play?
0: Uh, yeah, so for the winter box, I played uh, Fire Wind again, the same deck that okay. I played for. I get your redemption. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still believed in it, right? Still felt good about the deck, and it, I'd been performing with it well at locals and test games. So I was just running it back. I still liked it. I made a couple changes to it that I liked, um, but I, yeah, I, I had some again games that are against some tough players. Uh, I had to play against Sergio and we had a we had a tough game where he's playing the um he's playing oki's or no it was a mono wind or no he's I playing he was on earthwind yeah. he was on earthwind for that event yeah sorry yeah so many games with so many decks um yeah Correct. so so he's playing earthwind and he got to a pretty good zidane turn early where it's like uh he got the haste trigger as well so zidane enters the field and he gets a Brent Hilder off the top of my deck, and I'm like, oh you know, damn, alright, that's pretty good. You know, my whole deck is firewinded. It, it really deals with a lot of like the summon combo and like recursion kind of stuff. Um, having that Burnhilder specifically to stop the Zidane would be pretty nice too. But you know, okay, you know, they they're gonna take some good cards with Zidane. Zidane's gonna happen. And then he goes to attack with the Zidane, and the second card he takes off the deck is another one of my Burnhilder. So God, remember when you did that to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so at this point. It sucks, doesn't it? But, well, at this point, you're sitting there, and you're like, well, anything that I play uh, will now die, and he draws two cards for removing it. So, it's just a free kill on anything I play next. Okay. And then the damage that he dealt me was Amaterasu from that swing. So, in that one oh, Zedane no. he took two of my Burnhilders and an Amma, and I'm like, okay. Um, That's the best value, Zidane. That yeah, is, well, well it, <laughs> it gets... Back. So, <laughs> so he in a future a future swing he takes um my third Brunhilder and in that self same swing where the third Brunhilder gets taken he puts a second Amaterasu in damage. And I'm just like, okay man, so I've basically locked out a Brunhilder and Amaterasu and I'm t- typically casting them far more than 3 times, you know, or just using them a lot. Um the Lulu and Terra, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, um kind of frustrating. Uh well, I still play a pretty tight game, it's pretty close, we're both like really low on cards, we get to a point where like I can finish the game with Susano, because of the haste, presenting that extra uh-huh. attack, and by playing like another backup to activate my Typhon as a forward, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I have Belias in my deck, and Belias has actually been great. Uh, both for blowing out damage-based removal type things, and in general, um, any utility summon is kind of good when you're playing Baraska because it can always just turn into 7k damage, right? So it's just like, okay, I'm going to be using this Belias uh, also as like a second way I can win. So I have like a couple of ways even if he could remove one of my guys, and then it's like he can only do one attack. He's got a big wide board, we can only get one attack in, and he attacks with Zidane, and he takes a Belias, Uh, which he then casts on one of his forwards to get lethal on me like surprise lethal uh and i'm just like
3: well (laughs) (laughs) fuck me right (laughs) He he can't draw it up any
0: worse than that it's like that just happens sometimes right it's just um that's the thing with a card like Zedane, and it's kind of why people get frustrated when cards like that are any good at all too uh and i mean like i'm playing zadain right so i get it i get it it's still a very good card um, but like, for example, do the things my removed from him that game were one of his Lexa backups and the oh, Chocobo no. summon. Okay. And he removed my entire place at of Burnhilder's <laughs> and like, and, uh, and then the yeah, Belias. <laughs> so I played multiple Belias, but yeah, he, he takes the Belias to win that turn. It's yeah, just it very like,
1: much you versus the guy you tell her not to be worried well, about. Well, it's just kind, of kind of. Of yeah, right. yeah, it's <laughs> kind
0: of funny cause it's like, man, that deck's already so good and so efficient. And to give it access to those things as well um, mm. at a discount is just really, really terrifying. So uh, there is something to be said in this world uh, with all these Zidane's running around to like like when you're playing decks that have more specific pieces, like Soirees, for example, oh. the value of a Zidane is just really reduced. Uh, it's kind of yeah. interesting. Um Absolutely. But, yeah, so, I I mean, again, like, I didn't feel any, like, anything about my deck was at fault there. That's just, you know, I think you get beat no matter what, (laughs) no matter how that gets drawn up there. Um, And then my other loss was to Glaives, dude, because Glaives can be terrifying. In that match, I opened with, like, Pinello and two Vons, and I'm thinking, okay, like, this is a really good start. If I get a wind card, Um, I'm going second. Like, you know, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Um, because then I'm all set. I've got Pinelo 2 Vaughns, So I like draw two cards and they're both fire. So I'm like, okay. So I play a Vaughn and pass like this isn't ideal. Well, at least I'll I'll probably draw a win next turn and then I'll play the Pinelo. And then, you know, I'll I'll have this Vaughn up, but at least I have the Vaughn S in my hand. And then I draw two more fire cards, so I think oh, I just no. like I like play a Terra and target a summoner. I play something that just gets like a summon back from a discard pile, because at this point I've seen like a bunch of my summons <laughs> and I'm just like I'm like, all right. Uh, Meanwhile, it's like, I had to try to do something about this Regis because it's only Regis and two backups. And I'm like, well, maybe they'll try to save Regis by breaking the backups. And then I can, like, Mm -hmm. get rid of all these summons from my hand and, like, Mm -hmm. trade them for backups and maybe walk him back to be as slow as I'm going right now. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, just um, because then there's two more Glaives in the break zone. So then eventually... When Nix comes out, you know he gets to go get a free guy, and it just gets out of hand very fast as it can against oh, the Glaves. But other than that, um, you know, I went three two. I was one of the bubble boys. Uh, me, so it was Adam, Collin and me we were 9-10-11. It was pretty funny. That's wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, we yeah. didn't make the cup, and that's fine because you know we got yeah, to go to the Sharkies. Need <laughs> some lunch, right? had to go to the Shark Pit. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I ended
1: so up finishing fourteenth and. Two, I I didn't mention I don't know if I mentioned it. I was two and two in locals, lost the uh my last round of pirates again, which was one of my losses uh in um in the win a box. Uh great. But the locals Daniel. went
0: great. I went four oh in the locals. yeah, you were yeah, Suari you did it's <laughs> Soiree though, didn't you? A little I mean, yeah, so it definitely has Soiree members in it. Um it is much more it's definitely just like Earth Fire. fire uh good stuff. Yeah, leaning yeah, heavier really on is. Kieran and I have a lot of like wipes and resets in the deck. So it's like, um, but when I wanted to make, I was like, okay, I want to play Squall, Titan, Suzano, Amaterasu, and Shantoto in the same deck. So I guess I'm going to be playing something with Fire and uh, and Earth. And I'm like, well, what do Fire Earth backups look like? And it's like, well, I'm going to play 3 Amber to search for 3 elvis. And, oh yeah, and I also wanted high EX count. So I'm just like, okay, 3 Amber, 3 Elbis. I guess we'll put in Shinju's. Eh, might as well put in a Lexa, right? So there's one Lexa in the deck. No other wind cards. No um none of the dog forward, the three CP forward. None of him. Only one of the ice forward and only one of the lightning forward. So it's really as thin as you can make Suarez while still having the full backup line. Um and I put anything I had an EX in the corner at three. So there's three Vesvia in there. Um then three Madam then three Kieran, three squalls, ace, um, uh, and then yeah, I had Titan. Susano, Shantoto. yeah, it was feeling feeling pretty good. Um, I wound up playing rounds. It was I played against the Kingslave. I played against Fire Ice. I played against Sky Pirates, and then I played against Mike Powell in the finals. Still playing his uh his Soiree deck, so huh. a little bit of a mirror there. Nice. Yeah, It's
1: good. That was good. You, you brought you you brought it all back full circle. That's right. Yeah right.
0: <laughs> I made my money nice. back for both entries, so that's all that
1: matters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to go infinite. That's fine. That's the trick. You got to go mm-hmm. infinite. Now, Daniel, what, uh, what about you? Go ahead, start with the winner box and then go into locals. What, what were you playing?
2: Uh, so for the the box, I uh, I was playing some tricolor uh, crystal J. Oh nice the,
1: the Oklahoma which uh, was
2: really just. Pardon? The, the, the Oklahoma Fun Plan. Yeah, One hundred yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was basically me playing a game with myself, saying how many crystals can I generate today, <laughs> yeah. and then how many can I effectively spend.
0: I think you gave me a number, or maybe you literally just said I generated a fuckload of crystals.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, in one game, my g- game, I think my game two or my game three, I uh, did thirteen crystals
3: yeah. and, and spent
2: ten of them because they kept bouncing my ROMs on.
0: <laughs> oh no.
2: I was like, okay, that's fine, play him again, two crystals. <laughs> like, Very cool. He's gonna fucking swing today, bro.
0: <laughs> it's happening, yeah.
2: Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I, basically, I was like, I really like the idea of, of this crystal generation, blah, 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 I think it's, I think it's a super neat mechanic in the game, and it's not really something your opponent can do anything about, right? Like,
3: yeah, interact, with, my them crystals, interact so with them, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I just have this resource that you can't touch, which kind of feels neat. Um, and I was like, eh, we're just going to play all the cards that do anything with Crystals. <laughs> and it was fun. I mean, it wasn't good, honestly. Um, but like I think that there's a lot in there that's super viable. So, you know, it, it felt good to pay one for a Titan to buff something by 10k to not feel bad about playing my, my forward Titan. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. one-sided board wipes are nice (laughs) but uh yeah it was a a lot of crystal
1: jank a lot a lot lot of separating the chaff from the wheat in the uh crystal packages
2: yeah absolutely so that was that uh the deck that i should have played for the winner box was the deck that i played for locals which was a black deck uh that went very hard into um vvs and black uh over anything else. It was a it was a pretty clean um fire lightning list. Mm-hmm. Uh really just taking full advantage of Black Waltz and magisa and paying and searching out just jank three cost forwards, mm-hmm. right? It was super yep. fun, very controly. Um the Black Waltz deck is a deck that was actually fun to play the whole day. Not that I didn't have fun generating crystals, but it was nice to kind of sit back and play a control deck after playing Swary in Florida, right? like it was it was nice just to just be like, oh like i have i'm just gonna sit here with my three backups and discard cards out of my hand to whatever you want to play and make boards explode right <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> was it was, was definitely fun it was yeah. really nice to go against spy um uh, um against sky pirates, have them slam down a Leviathan me kill Leviathan before they get any of uh any of the power reduction.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, Jason playing Pirates is so funny when him and I sat down to play against each other, he said, Alright, you've completed the set. I'm like what are you talking about? He's like, Yeah, I've played every returner now today. I've played every returner. <laughs> I'm Like, that's great. I'll tell you what that's we so certainly funny. didn't have a lot of it. I'm gonna start knocking on some kind of wood or something near me. But um we really didn't play the car at all. Uh, like, you know, one or two, yeah, maybe. God. but for I the mean, most I'm, part, God.
2: I'm going to play Chris every time I see him. Right. But yeah. other than that, it was really good. <laughs> I had
0: some really varied matches. Yeah. It was very cool.
1: I, I, I lie. I had to play Colin uh, last round of the winner box.
0: Yeah. I had to play uh, Daniel once, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Just, yeah, it was, it, was, it,
2: was, it was good though. Yeah. I, uh, I'm excited to tech, to tech with, uh, with I mean, so many decks now. I feel, I just, you just feel want so inspired. And yeah, I'm <laughs> down yeah. to North Carolina and I see, 87 different decks. Literally, like people bringing four decks and being like, "Oh, just check this out." I'm like, "Oh my my gosh, this is amazing." <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know if you noticed the dining room table, but uh, yeah. Oh we, yeah, we oh, we yeah. have <laughs> we have a lot of decks built. <laughs> There's it's two of them the in front of me on my deck, on my desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it, that certainly is the yeah, lab, I have, dude. I have three, three Shandle table. decks built. Yeah, it's not really the right. dining room either. It's just the room. We it's we have lab. our individual rooms lab. and then the, the lab, yeah. <laughs> the lab.
1: You mix up that chemical it's edge. Snugs that court. Awesome yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, you know what? It's been so fun To just have a reason to brew and build and beyond, like just tinkering. Tinker and toggle. Oh my goodness, dude! It's just so fun. The old shit and spin, right? Yeah, (laughs) the shit and spin. But dude, it's like instead of just like shots in the dark. (laughs) Oh, forgive me, guys. Long weekend. We're all I think we're all a little tired. We're all all, running out of gas. Instead of uh, just shots in the dark, like we're making pointed adjustments to strategies now, and or like we're coming out of the weekend like God, I gotta do something about X and Y. Like, and building that into the deck. It's just, like, it's so cool. I really love it. And you guys are welcome down here anytime, um, at the very least, for our... Call your
1: bluff on that, too, sir. Yeah, on our yeah, window right. boxes. Boxes. <laughs> yeah.
0: On our Win of Boxes, um, or the big event that we've got coming up in October. Uh, I was hoping that this week I would get to announce a date officially for everybody. I think we're just going to hold off a little bit, because as I was talking to the person who was the event coordinator at Game Theory yesterday... Wow um she was informing me that it was her last day at Game Theory <laughs> oh, so, so I guess there's gonna be a new person coordinating our event so I have to figure out who and uh what's going on with that but oh, whammy! but um I mean it's certainly happening and um one of the things that really made me kind of smile yesterday Chris was I looked around the room and I saw like four or five of the returners um the the play Ultros Met, cup ultras play mats. cup playmats. Yeah. yeah. And what was cool about that is I'm like, I know every one of these people has a bunch of playmats, right? Even a bunch of play mats from this game. But there are right. people who like they're not even necessarily on our team. Like Tawa was playing one of them, and uh, not that everybody's not a, you know within the family, you know, kind of but the they're uh, the part old, of the yeah, extended family, the sure. family. But um, but it's just so cool. Like man, that really says to me, like, dude, that event was in 2019, and people are still using like their entry prize from that event, right? Uh, we did a really good job with that one, I think. So we're looking to do something just Adam like Adam that. that. Absolutely, yeah, it yeah. was a
2: great, great event.
0: Um, so I know that we're gonna be putting something together for October, and we're gonna be giving out something very similar. You know, there's gonna be a play mat on entry for everybody. Um, we're gonna have a lot of pomp and circumstance to it. And really try and drum it up. So I'm hoping that it's gonna be worth it for some of you guys to come out and hang and get get to taste uh, not only some of the experiences that we get to talk about here on the cast and that, that atmosphere but also taste some of the legendary garlic bites supplied uh, mm. by Linwood oh, afterwards oh i know that some of these guys got their first uh, taste oh, of linwood oh. yeah, daniel <laughs> give us the uh, the play by play the the play
2: by play of this phenomenon oh those fuckers <laughs> hard baby oh mm. uh, between the food I, every every bu- bite of food i had which bless everyone at the table for being like oh it's your first year. try everything on the menu right (laughs) get the sampler yeah 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 Yeah. fantastic uh great wait staff like what a great restaurant (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's part of the experience it's like it was so comfortable right like they so comfortably sat almost all of us right
0: well we come in at about the same time every single saturday with usually a large group so it's like at some point, they start expecting you, you know?
2: Yeah, right. Which, ugh, what a great They great end stopped to the getting evening. annoyed
0: at us showing up with 15 people. They're just like, all right, let's make it work for these guys.
2: Right.
1: Because you guys take care of their staff, and they're, 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 they're expecting you to skidoo on a Saturday night. <laughs> <You're right>. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a hell of a place to skidoo, too, that's for sure.
0: They're like, hey, and you know what, guys? We, we feel you. Like, if you skidoo, we can too and they too. get that food out to you nice and fast yeah they do oh
1: john you know that's the name of the episode right
0: if you skidoo weekend too <laughs> yes yeah of course oh
1: <laughs> no piece. Though. it's like a hobbit's tale but it's been
0: a, yeah, <laughs> a hobbit's tale yeah something like uh but it's been a little bit of a saga this last week man i mean just seeing wow. like Talking about those different decks, you know, you have Mono Wind taking one all the way over in the Japanese region. You've got uh, Sky Pirates and Avalanche winning in Europe. You've got three events that happen over here, and it goes uh, Ice, Fire. Then Mm -hmm. we have like, I mean, I'm going to say Soiree and Mono Water because they split, right? Who knows? Yeah. Um, But we have, you know, Soiree and Mono Water take the final, and then like a Soiree. You know, it's completely different Swari. Yeah, not completely, but you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're very different choices behind them. No. You know, it's 20 cards at least are different, maybe more actually. And um, it's just pretty cool to see, like, how wide open everything is. Even when you go to look down the cut, like, mm-hmm. there's more than 10 decks represented just in the NA results. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, uh, it's really incredible. What a cool time for the game. I can't wait to see how in just a few weeks, we're going to yeah. see the evolution of this as uh, some more re-race events are happening, not just here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, globally, and I, I, this, is, this is my favorite part of competitive season, just seeing it, because we haven't seen this in years. Literal years. You can't <laughs> see the next step and i'm excited to see it and i'm excited to you know i i, I think i I've, i have locked into my opus 16 deck choices um i'm definitely gonna be kingslave is just a fun one to play mono water i had a blast with so i think i've got my uh got my decks just gonna hook them up to the monitors get them on the treadmill just see what we can do to, <laughs> to, 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 to optimize performance that's yeah. right that's yeah. right for that you know, get, get, get them to the gatorade performance center <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: glad that one of us has our minds made up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh man, there's just too much for me to try. You know. Yeah,
2: right. There's so
0: much going on. The first time I had ever tried Soiree was literally my four rounds in locals yesterday, Mm -hmm. like any Soiree cards. So insane. You know, they. You know, we're just here to try it
1: all. So. We're here to have fun and that's what we're going to continue to do is this op season as this as this story unfolds this this drama this narrative this saga that is going to be the first op season back uh after the COVID era um and clearly people are excited you know even though it's been a long week john i'm ready to play more like i'm ready for the next one like i know uh cody and i are already working out the details to, to go to omaha um so there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to unpack and obviously Pennsylvania will be the first one for Opus 17. Yeah. Um so there's there's a lot to look forward to on the horizon and I I as we it's been the tale of the, this era, right? I'm excited to be excited again.
0: Yeah, man. It, it is it is refreshing. It is nice to see it come back just the way it was. You know, I know there was a lot of worry about that kind of stuff too. Um, it made it skidood yeah. on through, <laughs> skidood on through, Skidoed on through with a wide open meta, baby. That's right, <laughs> Daniel. Anything else? Thank you so much for joining us this Any week. Any
1: shout outs you want to give before we uh we wrap up this cast? Oh,
2: absolutely. absolutely, genuine shout out to especially Danny, Josh, and Tanis at my locals for really hard prepping me. Shout out. To the wonderful Chris Adams for driving me to North Carolina yesterday, and shout out to John for hosting us and being such a gracious person.
0: Oh, thank you. So kind. I don't this know, is why we have him know on. If I, yeah. I <laughs> love I don't know this if we community, can it, man. Daniel.
2: I think you're. Uh, I'm so blessed, you're. so blessed to be a part of this community every day.
1: Absolutely. Well, you're uh, you're a hell of a part of it. You're a hell of a part of this team, and uh, again, we love to see the glow up. Um, you know, I, I love to see tangible improvement in play and, and you know i i love i love getting my ass beat um <laughs> in cards by by like somebody who's who's put in the work and they they, they deserve it like straight up that that, that 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 may sound like a weird way to say it but like I, I like i love seeing the tangible just the benchmarks right like the the i don't know it's and it's it's been great to watch and you know your, your head's in the right place and we love to see it Oh,
2: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Such a such a great experience,
0: honestly.
1: <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Right, Did, uh, well, then I'm ready done. to scoodoo right out of here. Chris is about yeah, to yeah. scoodoo right into that armchair. Oh, <laughs> <Flip> on some <laughs> bullshit and take a nap, dude. I know the play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have know, a vortex of your own, huh?
1: <laughs> try, I'm going to heat up some garlic bites and I'm going to fucking relax. Oh, I'm about to do the
0: same thing. Oh, I got, well, I got some pickle <laughs> chips. They're going in the air fryer. It's time for Linwood round two.
1: Oh, Close the case on those garlic Bites, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: Well, happy Memorial Day weekend, guys. Uh, I'm going to try to get this one up. I've got a whole free day, so we're going to get this one up nice and early for all the people tomorrow. Uh, thank you Absolutely. guys so much for listening. I hope that you're enjoying these being more regular again. And uh, with that, it's time for the Skidoo.
1: The Great Skidoo of
0: 2022. Bye-bye. See oh, bye yeah. Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com.
1: That is one way to really get me to just skidoo right on back down to North Carolina. (laughs) Well, truly,
0: truly. (laughs) Blue can skidoo. Surely (laughs) we can do.
1: I don't know if you know this, but flattery is the number one cause of one to skidoo in another direction.
0: <laughs> Dude, I wish, I mean, look, if, if, if there was some kind of concession <laughs> I had to make, like, oh, we were like, oh, I wish teleporting was a thing. But, like, okay, if we had to have some kind of, like, physics attached to it, some kind of just set of rules, like, I wouldn't mind skidooing. Like, I have the picture of my destination, <laughs> I can yeah. travel to my destination temporarily and then return. Like, it's not exactly what I'd like. Right? It's not ideal, yeah, right? But, but like, it's still pretty good. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> yeah, I'll take fucking Skidoo over anything we got going right now. Really? Well, yeah, that's what it would be called.
1: The teleporter would be called the Skidoo.
0: The Skidoo. Well the Skidoo is like a you learn the ability to Skidoo and then you simply just just opt to Skidoo at any given moment into <laughs> said environment you're
1: like that's all it takes that's the only rule
0: and i am wondering you just need to opt well (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah they opt to skidoo into like they have paintings right but i think they've skidooed into like books right like storybooks so i believe so so like is this just all forms of media dude can i skidoo into like my favorite movie or a game perhaps because if i can skidoo into a game it's all over